Welcome to Candid Conversations with Dr. Mayfield. This episode is sponsored by Springs Mental Health Summit, a summit for parents, teachers, neighbors, and friends to talk about mental health in our community. For more information, go to springsummit.org. Here's your host, Trevor Sharon. Thank you for joining us on the beginning of season two of Candid Conversations with Dr. Mainfield. We so enjoyed uh, our our break from recording and publishing these podcasts and are really excited to come back into it. I don't know about you, Mark, but man, I enjoyed that little bit of time to not have to worry about it. Well, it's funny for those of you that are not you know, watching us right now on video, you know, we're going to be talking about self-care in a minute and we should have taken care of ourselves over the last, last month, but we haven't. So we're uh, a little bit hyped up on coffee right now and are going to share some experience, but, uh, yeah, no, the break was great. Uh, however, I do, uh, miss the, uh, um, uh, miss the the conversations that you and I've had and the guests that we had. So, you know, I think what, uh, absence makes the heart grow fonder. Oh, totally. A month off is now a, uh, uh, good enough time to get the the juices flowing again and get excited about doing this as a, a second season. Yeah. We're thrilled to be back. Uh, like Dr. Mayfield said, we are talking about self-care, something that neither of us is doing very well right now. We actually just had a conversation this morning about how we need to do so much better. And for you, of those of you who don't know what self-care is, it is simply taking care of yourself and finding healthy patterns to uh, make sure that you avoid burnout and avoid hurting yourself in the pace of life that you're in. Um, and also, no one that I have ever met or ever heard of does this perfectly. Uh, and very few people do this well, and even more people just don't do it. Well, so here, here's, the, uh, here's the scenario. You go, and you go, and you go, and you work hard, and you take care of your family, and you go some more. And then somehow you decide you're going to take a weekend away, or you're going to go on a vacation, and two days in, you get so sick that you spend the rest of your vacation fighting off a cold or the flu. Does that sound familiar? Oh, yeah. My wife's a teacher uh, for high school, and inevitably, the first weekend of every break, her body just <laughs> crumbles, and she gets some sort mm-hmm. of cold or flu or something. Well, it's my pattern, too. And, you know, I'm supposed to be the one that is promoting self-care, which I do, uh, but I think we get into these patterns, you said, or, uh, you know, rhythms that aren't healthy. And uh, so the minute we slow down, our body's like, oh, a break. And, you know, immune system shot and, you know, we get caught up on, uh, you know, resting, but it's a forced rest instead of a planned rest. Yeah. We constantly talk about rhythms uh, for self-care. And anybody who knows me personally knows that I have no sense of rhythm. <laughs> uh, so I kind of sometimes blame that for my lack of self-care. But, Mark, would you like sure. to explain what we mean by rhythms and tempo? Well, it's funny. Uh, I think for the longest time we've heard, you know, how well are you balancing your life? Have you heard that? Mm-hmm. You know, it's a, this idea that uh, we... Uh, need to balance everything. Are you a good husband? Are you a good father? Are you a good worker? Are you a good friend? And it's like, how do I, you know, I give 10% here and 15% of my time here and 20% there. And and if if you are a conscientious worker and a conscientious friend and a conscientious husband and, and father or uh, mother, you know, I'm speaking from my experience, so I'm using uh, male pronouns, but it's this idea that 
you know, we get less and less time to, uh, to give to those areas and we burn out. And for a lot of us, uh, like myself, we burn out pretty hard. And uh, I've been challenged. And I know, Trevor, uh, you've heard this just because we, we go out and we speak in the community and, and a lot. And uh, so you've heard this. So I want you to speak up you know, as well. But this idea that balancing is not going to work because we're going to drop all the plates and we're going to crash and burn. Uh, and as I thought about how do we do this well, it's this idea that um, it's not adding one more thing into our life and trying to balance in that because then it's going to just crowd everything else out. But it's, it's looking at our rhythms. And so our lives are going to be uh, busy just because of the nature of being a dad or being a mom or a worker or a husband or a wife. Uh, but how do we do it in a way that um, maintains... Uh, the capacity with as fast as our life is moving forward. So there's some seasons where, you know, you got kids in sports and they're doing drama and you have to work and you got to make dinner and you got to take care of your house and you've got to be a friend and that kind of stuff. And so your life is moving forward pretty quickly. And so it's this idea of how do I add something? Uh, is there a place that I can add something of self-care that fits the, the, the speed at which my life is going forward? And if we look at music, tempo is the rate at which you're going forward and rhythm is, is syncing up to that tempo. It's how do we, so if we're going really fast, we can't do much to sync up. Uh, and so it's, 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 uh, what am I looking, where I'm looking for? It's, it's, uh, being self-aware uh, of what can I do in these moments? And I think we look at self-care as this big thing of, you know, a spa day or manicure, pedicure, massage, which does not sound bad. doesn't sound bad at all. <laughs> like I might want to go do that now. But it's this idea that that those are good things that we can schedule into our life. But it's it's that, hey, you know, this afternoon, I know I've got an hour time frame. Maybe I'm going to sit down on my couch and close my eyes for 15 minutes and do a power nap. Or uh, if I'm sitting at my desk for, you know, eight hours a day, it's getting up two or three times and walking around the block or the building or, or whatever. Something I really like about this concept of tempo is a lot of the time we can't control our tempo. No. Uh, and we're not saying that in order to do self-care, you have to cut things out of your life. Sometimes that might be the best thing for you to sure. do. And you probably know if that's the case. Um, but there are times when we have things in our lives that are either important to us or necessary mm-hmm. uh, for where, what we're trying to do and we can't cut it out. And so we have to find a way to fit self-care or, you know, if we're going to follow this path of music, like find the place for the hi-hat mm-hmm. in the midst of the drum, song. The drum thing for those that don't know music. You know? Yeah. See, yeah. I have no sense of rhythm, but I have some understanding <laughs> of music. music. Um, find a place for the hi-hat of self-care to throw that in when you can. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it will add to the fullness of the sound of whatever song you're in right now um, and add something where you can really care for who you are and develop and make sure that the song doesn't end before it should. Well, I think that's a good reminder. And and for an example, uh, my wife and I have been in a very busy season probably since January. We're getting, you know, getting ready to, we're building a house and growing a business. And I was working as a, a professor at a couple different universities and, and working on keeping Mayfield counseling going and, you know, seeing clients. And it was just a busy season. And our, you know, the only thing that we had enough energy to muster was I'd come home and we'd have dinner together as a family, which is self-care for us. 
and then we'd sit down and, and watch a half hour TV show. And that's all we could do for the last six months. Well, now we're in the house and, um, you know, the business is doing well and, you know, I'm, I'm having a break from being a professor right now. And, you know, our new house has a lake and we can go fishing and I love fishing and I haven't done fishing in years just because of time. And so instead of coming home and having dinner and watching TV, we come now, come home and most, you know, two to three days a week, we come home, have dinner and then go up to the lake and go fishing. And it's, I mean, I cannot tell you what that's done for my, my psyche and that's done for my uh, just overall health of just sitting by the lake, even if it's 15, 20 minutes, we haven't caught anything yet and we've been out a couple of weeks, but it's just being out in nature and, and that's something that's good for me, you know? And so it's not this grandiose uh, plan of a thing that you can, you need to do, uh, but it's what can you do with the, the space and the time that you've got? Yeah, totally. We talked uh, a few podcasts ago in season one, our silence episode about a, an experience that I had at a university in Chicago where the professor came in and said, you know, our lives are so busy. Chicago is busy and noisy. Everything's distracting. And so I want to give you a gift. The next five minutes, I just want you to sit in silence. Don't pull out your journals. Don't pull out your phones. Just sit in the silence. Um, and by him scheduling that and making that almost like an assignment, uh, it was so helpful to be able to just sit there and know this is what I'm supposed to be doing right now. And there are other things that I will do afterwards, but I'm not supposed to think about them or worry about them right now. I can just let them be five minutes from now mm-hmm. uh, was so helpful. And being able to implement that into our lives and say, okay, at this, at two o'clock today, I'm going to set aside five minutes. I'm going to go into whatever space I can even if it's the bathroom and I'm going to sit there and I'm just going to be silent, not play on my phone, not do anything. Maybe close my eyes. If I don't think I'm going to fall asleep, which I would definitely do today if I was to do that. (laughs) Um, And just sit in silence for five minutes. And that might be awful for you. And that brings up the other good point about self-care that our methods are not going to be the same for everyone else. No, and it's it's interesting that you bring that up. Uh, you know, many moms and dads with young kids, the bathroom is the the safe place. Yeah. <laughs> you know, the get away from being needed. Uh, but I did. Uh, it's been about a year, I think, or a year and a half now that I, I taught a semester at the Air Force Academy, and these cadets are you know uh, being trained to be our military elite, and uh, they're coming from being in high school to being a freshman and a sophomore. Uh, which they don't call them that. They call them uh, different degrees of whatever. Uh, I don't. I don't remember what it was, but but the the constant thing that I got in my class is like we don't have time for self care, and I would challenge them in that. Yes, your days are scheduled for you and you're busy, but when you have a uh, schedule that says you should be studying, why not schedule every hour a five minute what we call pattern interrupt in mm-hmm. your day or just a five minute reprieve. And research shows that when we, if we push through uh, for, let's say we need to get work done and we have to have this deadline is tomorrow morning and we don't have any time for a break, research shows that you're most productive in the first 20 to 30 minutes of that time, even if it's three hours of time. And so, you know, cognitively, let's say you push through for a 35, 40 minute period, you take a five minute break. Well, now you've just used the most productive time. You're taking a break, pattern interrupt. Uh, watching a five-minute YouTube video, going for a walk, uh, getting a glass of water, whatever that might be, 
you come back and you do another 25, 35, 40 minute. Now you're starting over the productivity piece. And I, I can say this is uh, from experience when I wrote my dissertation, you know, 200 some odd page paper. Uh, my original thought was push through, push through. You know, I'd get down, I start on a Saturday morning and I wouldn't stop until dinner. And I, I look back at it, I'm like, I wrote 10 pages right. in that four hours, six hours, eight hours. Uh, and somebody told me this about the pattern interrupt and about, you know, scheduling these breaks. And so I would set a timer for 40 minutes and I'd write as much as I could in 40 minutes. And then I would take a 15 minute break. Guess how much I wrote in four hours doing that? How much? 50 pages. Right. And so, you know, we think that was just, just grin and bear it. Well, no, we have it all wrong. Well, and I would challenge just one small part of what you said of taking that five minutes to watch a YouTube video. I think so often we think that we're doing a pattern interrupt or something similar sure. by turning to our phones sure. or going on Facebook. Uh, and research has shown like that's not, there's no benefit to that at all. Um, there's maybe a little bit of a dopamine hit that would happen and maybe some distraction, just escapism, but that's not the point of self-care. That's really just kind of pulling yourself out of the washing machine and ending the cycle for like two seconds while you do something else and then just throwing yourself back in there rather than turning off the machine and it's an interesting analogy yeah it's not working so well (laughs) but i think i I think a lot of the times we we come home from work and we turn on a show or we scroll facebook or we do both at the same time and there's no there's no benefit to that and so i would encourage you to find a book that you're interested in or a subject that you're interested in and you can youtube that subject right um or or go on a walk, do something that kind of engages other parts of your mind than just mindlessly scrolling Facebook. Um, And you can, I mean, you could get through a whole book in a month if you're just spending five minutes every so often reading something. For those of you that don't like reading or not good at it, you know, download an audio book and and put it on for a little while, right? It's still the escapism piece, but it should be a way that's enticing, you know, engaging the mind in a different way. Um, but even something as simple as just a mindful breath. Mm. And I know we talked about that last season, but the idea that you, you breathe in through your nose, uh, as far as you can go, hold it for four seconds and blow out your mouth. That's even a pattern interrupt from distraction or from uh, stress or from you know, kind of the craziness. And so maybe you can't get away every hour for five or 10 minutes because you have a job that's pretty high demanding. Finding a way to take those mindful breaths and being aware of that is, mm-hmm. a, is a big deal. Yeah, yeah. And I think a lot of this happens in our heads, too. Sure. We can do self-care even if our bodies are still in motion, um, just being able to be mindful. And we talked last season about the 54321 uh, project or, or um, activity yep. where you pay attention to five things you can see, four things you can hear, three things that you can smell no three things you can touch yeah whatever go through the five senses go back and and listen to that one yeah Um, and and you can even i mean you can do that while you're working on something as long as it's not like intellectual that you're trying to like write something while you're doing that that probably wouldn't work out but even that mindfulness of grounding yourself in where you are is enough of a pattern interrupt sure uh to 
enter that hi-hat into the song. Well, one of the things, too, I know a lot of our listeners are probably working corporate jobs or hourly jobs or jobs where uh, they don't have much control over their sick leave or their vacation time. They get or, a, moms. You know, or, or moms. Or moms, right? Dads. And they, yeah. don't, they can't get away from the responsibility that totally. is being a parent, right? And uh, however, I, I've, I've talked to some mentors in my life, and they've really suggested that we need to be in control of our vacation time and our time away. If it's a parent, you know, when you're you're on all the time, there's no break from being yeah. a parent. Uh, it's you know finding a trusted babysitter and and getting a a, a date night with your spouse uh, at least once a month. You know, and that's not something that needs to cost a lot of money. Go play miniature right. golf and get a you know a milkshake at Chick Fil A or something. Uh, and not a sponsor yet. Not a sponsor yet. We're we're working on that. <laughs> but uh, but then, or or being in control of your vacation time. And so, you know, the nice thing about working and, and owning your own company and working at a place like Mayfield Counseling is we're not too stringent on time off. And we really actually encourage our staff to, to, to do self-care. Uh, but my mentor goes, well, have you ever thought about a week off in the fall, a week off in the spring that doesn't include holidays, and then two weeks off in the summer? And I said, that would be wonderful. But how do you even pull that off? And he goes, I'm going to ask you a different question. How could you not pull that off? Mm-hmm. Like, what would you lose if you didn't? I'm thinking about what would I lose if I did because, yeah. you know, you're thinking about business. and Well, an NPR just recently did a, a, a segment on a study that came out showing that there are billions of dollars worth of sick and vacation leave that go unused every single year in America. And their study found that the individuals who don't take vacation – don't schedule it, don't make it happen, are least likely to get a raise or a promotion. It's the ones who do use their vacation time that are more likely to get raises and promotions. And some of it is just the self-care piece of you. It's important for us to prioritize our work while we're at work to make sure that we're wholeheartedly dedicated to what we're doing. Um, But we also need to recognize there is a time and a place for us to take a step back to care for ourselves to go do something different shorter vacations that uh, allow you less time so you feel more uh, urgency to put away the phone and to put away the computer and not check emails Um, and I thought it was really interesting that we can see by doing this self-care by going on weekend trips or taking three days off in the middle of a week um the things that we are trying to get by not doing that are given to us more frequently. Well, I'm thinking about businesses that are famous for creating a culture of self-care like yeah. Google, uh, you know, pool tables and go, you know, go, I mean, just things that they say, uh, isn't that taking away from productivity? And they're like, no, it enhances creativity right. and productivity. Uh, Pixar animation, DreamWorks animation yep. studios. Um, but you think about the, I'm going to butcher this. It's a um, a European, northern European country. I think it either it's Holland or Denmark or, or Sweden or Finland. Oh, yeah. One of those countries yeah. is the most uh, the happiest place to live. And you look at their um, their paternity leave is a year. Maternity leave is a year when they have a kid. It's the uh, vacation time. It's it's not you know it's suggested you get you get thirty days off a year. Uh, I think in this country, it's you have to take 30 days off a year. I mean, that'd be 
That'd be awesome. Right. If that's what we did here. But we're so productive, production driven uh, that self-care goes by the wayside. Totally. And I'm guilty as charged. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. We are the pot calling the kettle black right now. <laughs> right. Um, like we mean? said at the beginning, our uh, got bags under our eyes. <laughs> yeah, right. We didn't use this month break the way we should. But I think there's something really beautiful about being able to encourage um, for me to encourage you, Mark, to do better self-care for you to encourage me and uh, for us to be able to encourage you, our listeners, to take a moment today just to take care of yourself. See what it feels like. See what you can do. Find some sort of ritual or, or activity that you can do to interrupt the pattern of your rhythm uh, and care for yourself so that you can do what you want to do for much longer. Or just reevaluate your tempo and rhythm. Where right. are you? Just note where you're at. Note, you know, I, I think a lot of times we don't even want to take a step back and go, well, here's where I'm at. What can I do? Uh, and so challenging our listeners today just to go, just evaluate where you're at. Totally. And play the what if game. What if I don't do this project? Or what if I don't pick up this extra thing? Or what if I don't do this thing that I've been doing for months? And hopefully on a lot of those things, you'll be like, okay, everything in the world would fall apart. Uh, but you'll probably find that there are a couple things where you get down the what if trail and it's like nothing would change. The most powerful word in the English language that I'm going to challenge our listeners to use, not carte blanche, but use uh, sparingly, uh, but on you know, in appropriate times is no. Mm. You can say no. You don't have to say yes to everything. There's a lot of us that will say yes to everything because we think it's great. There's good things yeah. out there. But saying no creates margin, creates space, slows down the tempo, allows you room for self-care. And I've read studies that go along with the vacation one. The people who say no more often, and this isn't saying like always say no, but the ones who are willing to say no to things that they should say no to are more likely to get that promotion, take the next step, get a raise, be more productive. Uh, there's a real beauty to doing these things that seem contradictory to our goals that are actually helping us along with those goals. And what we're doing right now is the hindrance. Yep. I agree. So if you want to know more about self-care, um, you know, email us at candid at mayfieldcounseling.com. We can give you a, a reading list of things uh, sure. that you could go through. Um, and, uh, but it's not rocket science. And so, you know, feel free to reach out, but also uh, do your own research and see what you come up with. Yeah. Go take care of yourself. You're important and you deserve to be cared for. Uh, and I hope that you find a good rhythm in the midst of your tempo. I think it's time for a nap. Oh my gosh. <laughs> we'll see you next week on Candid Conversations. Thank you for joining Candid Conversations. If you would like more information, go to mayfieldcounseling.com slash Candid Conversations and check out our Facebook page, Candid Conversations with Dr. Mayfield.